Welcome to Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed spider angel, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host. Hi, I'm self-proclaimed nerve personnel, Nick Weiger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm self-proclaimed lights that won't turn on, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to... (laughs) Our premium podcast, <laughs> Get Animated. It's so premium. It's so premium. premium. It's choice. <laughs> the it, It's been a long time since we recorded this podcast. To our mm-hmm. listeners, they, they listened to last week's episode, or maybe you're binge listening, and you, you roll from the past episode where we talked about 9 and 10 of Eva right into this one where we're talking about 11 and 12. And for you, it's like, whatever, you know, it's like, a, 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 and, and not... Not a long amount of time in all likelihood. For us, it's been months mm-hmm. because we had a contract snafu, which is why those episodes sat on the shelf for a while. And then we just did not resume recording because we didn't know if this was ever going to come out. Fortunately, it is. Anyway, what I'll say as I'm dominating the conversation up top is that on, on a previous episode, whether it was last week or two weeks ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to finally get around to watching Attack on Titan. Because I've always wanted to watch that show, and oh, it yeah. does seem to have some similarities. Since our previous record, and uh, in that time, so much time has passed that I have watched all of Attack on Titan. <laughs> all 80-plus episodes. Watched them all. <laughs> and that was just one of several series I blazed through. Wow. So, there you go. As of As of this record, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the previous episodes... Oh, we should we should maybe well, maybe not, because I don't know that you guys watch as much anime as I do. But it, Nick, you're starting to creep I've in. Watching, I've been watching every morning. Yeah, uh, but I was supposed uh, to see maybe, the, I was supposed to see the cat returns in theaters tonight, but we're recording oh, instead. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like return, what are you another night? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what are you watching could be a good oh, segment for this. It's possible. Um, because I, too, have an anime update, which is that I'm watching, you know, all of Gundam Universal Century in chronological order. And I have one episode left of Gundam Double Zeta. And I've watched all of the minor OVA releases. I've watched like CG only specials from the early 2000s that barely hold up. Wow. And I've I've watched so much fucking Gundam. Um, And... uh, it was. It's pretty neat to see how influential it is on, say, Evangelion. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some shots and some. Uh, and uh, forgive me if I've said this on the podcast before. And it, for you, it was last week, and for me, it was uh, twenty twenty one. I think maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I said these things. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of influential uh, moments in Gundam that seem to be lifted directly and placed into different circumstances in the uh, meta-commentary of Evangelion. Guys, I'm really excited to talk about these two episodes. Yeah. I'm thrilled the, uh, to talk about I'm Evangelion. very excited to talk about But them. before yeah. we get into it, there's a little bit of trivia you need to know about episode 11, oh. which is called In the Still Darkness, and its second title is The Day Tokyo 3 Stood Still. Original air date, December 13th, 1995. This episode was co-produced with Studio Ghibli. And that's why the character models look different than all of the other episodes. They look more like, uh, you know, Kiki's Delivery Service, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, Hideaki Anno, the director yes, of, of uh, <laughs> the director of Evangelion, uh, mm-hmm. started his career uh, working on um, uh, Nausicaa. Uh, and animating sequences for uh, uh, for uh, Miyazaki. Miyazaki? Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, then returned as a voice in The Wind Rises. Uh, so this partnership isn't unexpected, but perhaps goes unnoticed by most viewers of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I certainly didn't notice a, a huge departure in the character designs, but I also wasn't looking for it. That's that's a that's an interesting yeah. bit of trivia for sure. I think their eyes look more Ghibli than Gainax. Mm. Gainax being the production company of Evangelion. Yeah. Um 
But uh, shall we just dig in? Should we just get we to him. it? Get right to the fucking stake? Please. Uh, so episode 11 is about a power failure. Uh, and it is also about the first time that all three EVA pilots work together as a team. It opens uh, with uh, some of the, um, uh, I don't know, tertiary characters of the Nerve uh, branch doing their laundry, riding the train, like going about their lives. And they yes. talk about the fact that the, uh, the main government is run by computers, which is the first time I think that world building has been, has been exposed in every, every sentence of this show is so dense that it's like, yeah, you know, Oh, our, our, uh, we've got our computers are, are running our government. Yeah. My yeah. favorite detail in that scene, though, is that the outfits are the all like they launder the multiples of the same outfit. Yeah. I, I was going to talk about the laundry because the laundry machines like that's like the future that we were promised of like, I want my I want to put some <laughs> stuff, some my some shirts in the laundry machine and then have them come out folded and crisp. You know, so like that that's like a thing. I was like, man, I love that. And I also just like love that little bit of like that little bit of futurism. That's fun. That's that that ties into the world building. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, and and the you were going to say something, Matt. No, I was going to say, because like that is like it's it's just such a small thing. It's not like mm-hmm. changing the entire world or like how we see the world like that. They could do that if they wanted to now. They but could, they but they won't do it. They want they us to don't. stay folding laundry. Yeah, there is there is a machine Fucking that I have seen. <laughs> In effectively, mm-hmm. like the internet's version of sharper image that does this, where you throw That's in clothes cool. and it irons and folds the shit, and it it looks like a gi- it's huge. Mm-hmm. It looks like a closet instead of like a laundry machine. Mm. Um, too big, and yeah, it's too big. <laughs> it's too um, big. I've been reading Stephen King's short story collection is one of his first short story collections, uh, Night Shift. And it's got this story in it that was adapted into a very bad movie uh, called The Mangler. But The Mangler <laughs> is about it's it's like a it's like it it feels like already like a parody of horror that just is played straight, which is it's a laundry machine, an industrial laundry machine that folds people. So like, no, like like a person will go through the laundry machine. They'll get folded like a, a you know, like a giant sheet and then just, you know turned into a massive of flat tissue oh this is no. uh his cocaine years then right he was yeah. like out of his mind he's like yeah. fucking like yeah. he's in the laundry room and he's like oh what if what if the, what if this washing machine folded me up oh there we go i gotta type 300 words a second yeah. <laughs> um so back to the episode yes uh they're all heading into work uh we learn about the the uh the magi Magi supercomputers or Magi, yes. Magi, but Magi, in the, in I, the, think. The, I assume yeah, Magi. But, I don't know. But, yeah, but in the in the Japanese dub, it's Magi, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which are three separate computers that run the government, and that's how it's like a democratic system of computers. Fucking love it. Um, can, can I can I t- talk on this real quick, just because yeah. it instantly reminded me of the of uh, Isaac Asimov's iRobot, which is mm. kind of a collection of stories about different, you know. Uh, it, it, it exploring the principles of robotics and ways they they could be violated and what but one of the one of the it might be the last story in the collection is about like a set of supercomputers that run the government under the guise of democracy and how they basically it basically like it sounds dystopian but then they're like wait no this is more fair than the world that we had because they're just better at making decisions. It's just kind of like an interesting, wow. like, which, which kind of seems like the, like philosophically what, you know, nerve ha- at least, I don't know if the, the general public is aware of this, but nerve at least has kind of accepted the same premise. Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, I, um, I think it's fucking rad. I love it's it. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think it's I do think there's an interesting also like an understanding of how the government of Japan works and that Nerve is a company. Right. Because they have to vie for contracts to the government. Mm-hmm. But the computers right. at Nerve are the government. Like like That's the, the decision making yeah. council body is the are the computers that they use to process angel attacks. 
but are also uh, like the the subroutines are, are like dedicated to like, oh, that should be a one way street now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, no, go on. All right. So we're now at, we're, we're at nerve uh, and Misato's getting into an elevator and Kaji is running full blast down a hallway to get into the elevator before she shuts it. She presses the close button a bunch and then the doors close and Kaji's inside. Kaji's Guys, such a cad. I've got a, such a rake. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a I've got a reveal for you, maybe. I don't know if you caught it about the power failure in this episode, which is about to begin plot wise. Why do you think Kaji was running so fast? Mm. Are because you implying he had something to do with it? He doth <laughs> protest too much, perhaps? Yeah, he needed an alibi of where he was located when the power mm. went out. So if he gets into the elevator with Masato, then he's like, well, I was in the elevator. But there's no, there's no other reason for that dude to be running that fast. Well, if Masato's getting in an elevator, <laughs> I'm broken. I think he also says a power failure as soon as the lights go off in the elevator. He goes, power failure? Suspicious. Yeah, super suspicious. He's a cad. Um, but and he did it to get it really close to Masato. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, so we also get a little bit of a scene between uh, Gendo and Shinji via the phone, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is, oh. and Shinji's like, hey, there's like a parent-teacher conference. Yeah. And I was wondering if maybe you'd show up. And his dad's like, what the fuck are you calling fuck, me for? <laughs> fucking leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, normal, normal sort of father-son conversation. Sure, take it in stride. <laughs> Oof. Ah. Oh. Yeah, no. The I mean these two episodes in particular pair nicely as a uh with small father-son stories. Sure. Uh, yeah. and we'll get into the other one later. But yeah, yeah, when uh when his dad is on the phone with him and he's just like I'm fucking busy, dude. Uh, <laughs> that was like absolutely. <laughs> it was like, "Oh, man, Shinji can't catch a fucking break this guy." He's like, "You're you're fine. Masato does this shit. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Masato's your dad now. Leave me. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the element of also like like he says something to, you know, his assistant that that Shinji hears. Right. Like it's like basically like, don't transfer these calls to me anymore. So it's like. <laughs> so that's like an extra thing because that, that's always like the like the worst thing that you could hear about yourself is something you weren't supposed to hear. Right. It's always just like, <clears throat> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the phone goes out and it's not because Gendo hung up on his son. It's because the power is out all over the place. Uh, and uh, initially. We blame Ritsuko, Blondie, the scientist, uh, because she's mm -hmm. doing an activation test and everybody else kind of blames her too. But uh, I think the accepted canonical theory is that Kaji is responsible for the, uh, for the blackout because mm -hmm. as Nerve comes back online, it gives whoever this third party is the opportunity to see the workings of nerve through which branches and which systems are powered on first. Do you think Kaji has one of those folding laundry machines like in his place? <laughs> like he's probably rich enough where he's got like that in his condo, right? He's got, got like an in-unit folder. Yeah. And he's sourcing the power from nerve to power uh, his laundry machine in his apartment. You're asking if the guy who is the only dude who shows up wrinkled all the time has like uh, the nice laundry machine. Well, he probably doesn't they, like he doesn't even use it because he doesn't give a shit. But yeah, rich people it. have all the rich amenities they could want. Yeah. No, yeah. no, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't Throw fucking have it. I think that dude has a mattress on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the. The I I do want to say that that, do, that it does make me think though and and you know we, we this was this is an earlier scene but I do always love that these people who are so fucking important in this world in this reality like Ritsuko and and her uh, her associates her affiliates are so, just absolutely crucial to seeing that humanity is not destroyed and they still are like got to go to the laundromat 
to take care of my shirts. You know, it's like it's like it does like it's like there's still because that's also reality. It's like it's like no matter what station in life you have, there's always you know some sort of uh, just sort of banal activity you have to take care of just to keep functioning. But also it kind of speaks to how I think people, specifically people on the front lines, people who have the most responsibility, the workers of this sort of, uh, you know, uh, arrangement are the people who aren't going to be given the the sort of posh amenities. So yeah, I, w- I always love that. I always love just like seeing like all the, the or it, it's it's the same thematically. It's the same as, as the, as the pilots having to go to, to a, a fucking shitty school and like having to do fucking homework and shit. It's just like you're this important, but you still have to take care of these tedious tasks. Yeah, you still have a math test. Mm-hmm. You know, there uh, some of the characters get their own laundry, but some of the characters have other people getting their laundry for them. Mm. And uh, that I think is without without spoiling. I think that Misato has somebody get her laundry, Huga. Uh, gets her laundry for him, and I think that's exploitation of a uh power dynamic. Yeah, it's no a doubt. very subtle, like you, because you see Ritsuko getting her own fucking laundry. The fact that Masato is taking advantage of somebody else says something about her character and also her relationship to power, which 100%. is interesting. I think. Um, it's like how on, on one of the first shows I wrote on uh, the sh- the the sh- writer's assistant had to do the showrunner's driver's test. When he when he got a, a fucking no. a DUI or whatever, I was like, hmm, that kind of that sucks. <laughs> oh no, yeah. <laughs> that's exploitative. Yeah, well, also it sounds uh, incredibly illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we see Oscar um, and Ray uh, arriving at Nerve. Uh, and they find out that their their uh, their like electrical cards won't their their ID cards won't open the nerve gates because all the power is out everywhere. And there's oh, yeah. a little tiny thing that they do that I love, which is that the they crack open uh, like emergency bifolds. There's like these little plastic things with sealed paper inside, and they snap them open and pull out emergency instructions with like a very analog like. It's just neat to me that these kids are walking around constantly with essentially nuclear codes in their bags. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and like just the like that they didn't just open their bag and take out a piece of paper, but they open their bag, take out a plastic thing, break it in half and slip out the paper is I love that. That sort of like world building detail also. 100 percent. Totally oh. agree with you. Yeah, and I it, love it. The more like, the more thought that's put in all these details is just so makes it feel so much more dense and lived in. That and like just like the story that they tell with them not being like, what the fuck? Like, I if I was a kid and this happened, I'd be like, freak the fuck out, right? But they're just mm-hmm. sort of like, okay. And then like they start just doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Like they've been told a million times in the event that you cannot get into Nerve headquarters, take the fucking red card out of your bag, crack it open and follow the instructions inside. What's on those instructions? You aren't allowed to know unless there has been an emergency. If you open that card before an emergency, you will be reprimanded. You'll be locked up at home. It's great. Um, While the kids are trying to get into Nerve, an angel appears. And it's a gross one. This is uh, Matariel, I think. Yeah, uh, that's the name here. Uh, who, at, who at first we only see as legs. Already too yes. much. <laughs> Way too much. That's, I got to tell you. <laughs> when I saw this fucker, I said out loud, here we go. Because like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, look, we've seen some that are sort of more like, what you would expect them to look like. We saw the one that's a shape. Once I saw that there was one that was a shape, that's when I realized, okay, these can be anything. All bets are off. Yeah. 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 Now you have this spider one. Yuck. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> a little gross. Um, I also like it's getting hot. Mm-hmm. It in the headquarters because the air is not circulating. And I think yeah. you see I don't I don't remember if it's Fuyutsuki or Gendo with I think it's Fuyutsuki with their feet in like just a bucket of water. <laughs> trying well, they're, to they're saying cold. they're saying 
Yeah, they're saying basically that the uh, and I think that's ba- that's pretty much where the commercial break happens is yeah. that that they're they're like they're like, oh, he's not even they're they're Look, it's so hot in here and they're like fully clothed and not even flinching. And then you see a, a yeah. cut to underneath a reveal that he's got his feet in, in, in a bucket of water and he's like, it's tepid. Yeah. So it's not even working. Yeah. So the problem with an angel appearing uh, when there is no communication system is how is Nerve going to find out? that the angel is is there. You got kids digging around in in the belly of nerve like trying to find their way in, Oscar being a a little a little piece of shit commanding her way through the through the tunnels and ductworks, telling Shinji what to do. Ray knows where she's supposed to go and and Asuka's like fuck you, I'm not fucking following you. I don't know which translation you guys uh watched but there I've I've seen those lines translated as Wonder Woman. Oh, we're going to follow Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Miss Perfect. Like, oh, little Miss Perfect is, is going to teach us what to do. Uh, what was the, wh- how was she referred to in, in your version? Oh, I, I didn't remember. make a note of it, but Miss Perfect sounds right. I, I watched mm-hmm. it on Netflix and then I rewatched it on, uh, I rewatched the torrented version I, I had, which has different subtitles in the, and Fly Me to the Moon. And mm-hmm. That's that one sound that one rings a bell, but I don't remember. I can try to bring it up here. Yeah, I don't Wonder remember. Wonder Woman might might be the AD, the original ADV subtitles on mm-hmm. VHS, permanently burned into my brain. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, Asuka's trying to get them to where they need to be, which is you know to the Evas, uh, while a uh, an evacuation order is flown in by jet, right? Mm-hmm. Like a jet flies in to tell them that uh, there's an angel coming. And then Huga, who is getting Misato's clothes from the laundromat, <laughs> hears that and commandeers a political, like a like you see this mayoral candidate, I think, yeah. uh, going around town and being like, even in an emergency, I stay cool. So vote for me. He commandeers that truck so that he can bring it into Nerve headquarters and, and announce that an angel is on its way. Right? I'm getting yes. some of these scenes out of order because I'm not I'm not looking at like a, a play by play. I'm no, no that's, that's basically by memory. <laughs> yeah, they commandeer they commandeer the car and they're they you know they're driving they're driving through a barricade and they're driving back towards uh, Nerve HQ. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Asuka, who is leading the way uh, to, her, to to through Nerve, leading them up instead of down, they open up a hatch door and come face to face with the angel. And this is the first time we see its face, which yes. is eyes. Yep. Just eyes. <laughs> Just legs many, and eyes. Legs and eyes. Not unlike a normal spider. Uh, <laughs> uh the the sorry i just i just brought up the um uh the one i torrented this is this one i believe has the vhs subtitles and it says miss perfect okay but mm. uh but you know again i don't know where that that one that one pulled from uh talking about that earlier thread the thing i do like about this the this section is that or one thing i do like the oscar character detail is that i think it's just really well a really well-written sort of headstrong character who doesn't want to be wrong and doesn't ever want to be lower status so the point where she's where where you know, uh, uh, Ray says there's a shortcut, and Oscar's like, don't don't tell me don't tell me where to go. I'm the leader. So where's the shortcut? Like she still has to take command of it. I think it's yeah. like really great. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, as you're saying, she she leads them up. She ends up leading them upstairs, even though they're saying like we're going up. She's like, I know where I'm going. Yeah. And yeah, that brings us to that yep. fucking angel, that fucking yep. nightmare creation. <laughs> It's, it's it's a gross type. He's gross. It's a real gross type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Asuka leads the way back down into Nerve based on Ray's uh, guidance of where they should be going. Uh, they end up in a duct. Asuka makes some crack about like, don't look up my skirt. Don't, no, don't look forward. Implying, don't look up my skirt, you, you, your little boy, Shinji. Yes. Uh, and then uh, he does look forward in order to see where he's going, and she kicks him in the head over and over and over yeah. again. God, yeah. Uh, they uh, they fall through the ductwork and land in the Evangelion loading area, 
And that's when Shinji discovers, and we've seen this like sort of happening throughout the episode, that his dad has gone to the Evas to manually prep them with ropes. Uh, and Gendo is readying the entry plug for the pilots. And this is a this is a moment where Shinji it knows that his dad believes he would show up. Yeah. So even though his dad is like, don't fucking call me, is also like, my son will get here. Which is kind of a, you know, it's a mixed abuse pattern. Really nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep keep Shinji on his toes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is something to it. It's like you, you get this complicated character portrait of Gendo and it's kind of like, do I, did, did, this guy seems like an asshole, but he also does like, clearly care about his job like anytime you see him doing the dirty work whether it was this or whether in the earlier episode where he's rescuing ray you know and um it it is just that he's not he's not ordering someone to uh manually dis like he is but he's not he's not he's participating as well he's also getting his hands dirty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's uh is i mean i feel like so many abusive relationships are just a mixture of like, oh, this person believes in me. And then also, oh, this person thinks I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's and that's why they 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 function is sure. if you didn't have these moments like where get where Shinji shows up and is like, oh, my dad got the ropes and he he's pulling for me literally. Then the other moments aren't confusing if they were just don't fucking call me over and over again. Then you wouldn't right. ha- you wouldn't you wouldn't be confused. See, great. It's good writing for a for a terrible relationship. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, so they launch in their Evas with battery packs in their uh, in their shoulder guards, uh, and Asuka makes a, a, an actually good plan uh, yes. where they're going to uh, attack this angel, which is crying juice okay. out of its eye. To infiltrate nerve. What 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 was it, Abnaga? This I know because we look we talk about the goo on this show. We talk about mm. all the goos we see. This goo, I already knew upon seeing it, this is not our goo. We do not <laughs> want anything to do with this one. This it looked nasty. It, I think it came out of its ass. Uh, no, it's eye. It's, it's eye? crying it's eye. it. No. It's just it's crying not it. leaking out of its ass. No, <laughs> it I saw like it. It. It's, it came out of its ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was nasty uh but really it was gross. also like um because did it seem corrosive like it was like hot yeah. or something right it's like, like an it, acid juice yeah crying out of that eye yeah there, there's a there's a beatles lyric from uh i am the walrus that's a yellow matter custard dripping from a dead dog's eye oh and this feels like the visual representation of jesus that. Christ, it's just like nick hot butterscotch falling from an an upside down eyeball and it's melting through everything melting yeah. Yeah. through metal if only the yeah. beatles could have stayed together to make a even uh, evangelion uh concept <laughs> album <laughs> so <laughs> so we would have been awesome for that only <laughs> we get a moment of actual heroism from uh from asuka where she uh, she leaps into this uh, this chamber that the eye is pissing tears into, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, defending the other pilots against the uh, the acid, the corrosive acid, and then uh, one of the angel or one of the evas, Ray, goes down to the bottom of the shaft to grab the guns they've accidentally dropped, mm-hmm. throws them up to Shinji, who opens fire on the angel. And kills it, uh, and that's that's that. Fucks it's, it up, just it, it, absolutely annihilates yeah. that angel. Yeah, it's, this was really awesome to see because, like you said, I mean, at the beginning of the episode, this is the first time you see the three pilots like really working together, like really having like a, you know, obviously going up to right this moment, they were having some, they were butting heads, but in this plan, they really worked together, and also. I feel like, I mean, Shinji's really come in clutch in some of the other battles like recently, but sometimes he gets his ass handed to him. He was like on fire in this one. He was ready to go. Like he was, yeah. he, he he had real like command over, over the Eva, which was exciting to see. 
Yep. Uh, the the I you know talked about the the way this is written and and the character details, but Asuka like first off taking charge and having the plan, but then you get Ray volunteering for the most dangerous of the of the roles, and then Asuka saying no, I'm gonna do that. Like yeah. she's like 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 Ray's like I'll be defense. He's like no, you'll be support. And uh, she's gonna take care of it, and and you know, and also Ray doesn't Ray doesn't put up a fight, like just like Ray, it, it's like such a character of just does whatever is a whatever role is assigned her, you know, well, three broken limbs and bandages over half her face, and she's gonna get out there and pilot that Eva on yeah. a suicide mission. Yeah, we've we've also established that Ray doesn't give a shit about herself. Mm-mm, like right. she her yeah. her house is is garbage. She doesn't care if she's melted by. Uh, by Pyramid Angel. She, care like, she's she, the goods. Like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, do, doesn't care if shit she sees the goods. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no. Oh, well. <laughs> um, And at the end of this episode, finally, uh, there's like a, a bit of dialogue that's like Shinji wondering why... Why are the angels doing this? Mm-hmm. Which is yes. the first time this kid, eleven episodes into the show, is like, "Wait, why are what is happening?" Like, you're fourteen years old. Your dad's telling you get in a fucking robot and, and kill. And at no point has he had a moment to be like, uh, "But why are angels coming?" And uh, Oscar's reply is something like, "Who gives a shit?" Yes, pretty much for exactly that. <laughs> They yeah they the 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 other thing too is that we've got we we see the the resolution we've been checking in with Kaji and, and Misato oh yeah you know, throughout and then we see the two of them and you know there she has to two things I I really empathize with in this episode one is Shinji trying not to look up the woman's skirt as she's craw- crawling behind her not because it's like like oh I want to see what's in there but just like oh God I don't want to be seen doing this I'm not trying to do this, this is so I don't want to look like I'm, I'm so looking sorry. don't look no, yeah don't make me look like I'm looking this is awful. And then, of course, being caught and then also the like being trapped in an elevator and having to piss so bad, mm-hmm. which she's which she's at that point where she really has to piss. She ends up on his shoulders and then they uh, as as part just part of the hijinks, them trying to escape. And then they fall in a heap and it looks like they looks like they were doing the nasty uh, and everyone yeah. catches them. How embarrassing. Humiliating. Kaji's probably and you like, pee. <laughs> same story, different day. Doesn't, uh, <laughs> doesn't Ritsuko, like the elevator doors open and she just goes, disgusting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are happy about what they've seen. Yeah. No. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, that's episode 11. There's, is, um, yeah. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, there's one, there was one thing at the very end of this too that I was like, oh, this is such an interesting take uh and it's when uh asuka is like says that she's not um a fan of the dark and that she likes the lights on uh and ray has this really great quote that that i'll read uh verbatim here from the um eva wiki man fears the darkness and so he scrapes away at the edges of it with fire and just like just be like just be chill ray please Well, Asuka's also like condescends towards her in reply, just like how philosophical. Yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like, yeah, oh, we a got poet. ourselves a regular William <laughs> Shakespeare over here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on episode 12 yes. of Evangelion, nearing the halfway point of the entire show. Uh, wow. And this episode has two titles The Value of Miracles and. She said, don't make others suffer for your personal hatred. Love that and, subtitle. Yeah. <clears throat> I keep telling, I keep telling the boys, oh, you're almost at the real Evangelion. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I I feel like the, you've got like the, the character arc, the action arc, and then what I consider the Evangelion arc. Uh <laughs> And we, we're starting to tiptoe towards that that starting line, and I'm so excited to cross that threshold. But in this one, we get some real some real chunky bits, right? Yeah. Two yes. episodes what, what, earlier. Yes. What? Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. What? I was going to say once we reach that point, so it's not spoiled for us. But once we reach that point, I'd like to I'd like for you to recreate that uh, that Fifty Shades meme of like, show me the real Evangelion. 
I said the real Evangelion. <laughs> Perfection. <laughs> That's a Fifty Shades meme? Yeah, I isn't think that it's, Fifty Shades of Grey? No, I think... I, th- I, I think it was it's like X-Men, X-Men. First Class. <laughs> The is it the same actor? You? It's no, it's Michael Fassbender. No, it's a two totally different. The fuck are you talking about, Weiger? That's not the Fifty Shades of Grey thing. No, no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's show um, me the mystique. No, the real mystique, perfection. Yes, yes. I haven't seen it. I thought it was Fifty Shades of Grey. I thought I, it was like so, like a horny thing. Show me your ass. No, your real yeah. ass. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, I gotta go to, uh, to know your meme right now. See, this is the <laughs> thing we that's gonna kill meme. me. Nick doesn't believe us. And it- <laughs> no, I do believe you. I'm just looking for more context. <laughs> I told you the context. Yeah, it's it's Magneto saying it's it to Mystique. to Mystique because she's um in her Transform. human form, and yeah. he's like, "That's not the real you. The real you is the mutant you, the blue you." Yeah. I prefer the real Raven. Mm-hmm. I said the real Raven, perfection. Yeah, wow, it's a good. It's X Men First Class is pretty good. Um, that is cool. Shape shifts some... from Rebecca Romaine into Jennifer Lawrence. Is that what happens? It, she does that in. Um, I, man, this is just now showing how much I know about these movies. Um, I I think she does that in um, X Men First Class to Wolverine actually. Uh, to to Hugh Jackman. Mm. Here's uh, what I what what must have happened. I uh, also as I was scrolling through, I must have accidentally stumbled upon a picture of Brian Peppers. I uh, swear, if Weiger starts a story with, so I must have been jerking off. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> and I thought I was jerking off to Fifty Shades, but it turns out I was watching X Men. <laughs> yeah, every movie that is a little horny is uh, must be Fifty Shades of Grey because Nick is like, what we're learning is the biggest prude on earth. <laughs> I think it, I think I was I probably saw one that had turned mm. into a Fifty Shades meme, and I mm. thought that that was the source. I didn't realize ah, that that itself was a meme. That's probably what happened. I haven't seen either movie, and he looks like the Fifty Shades guy in his turtleneck. That's my guess of what was going on in my head. This, you can't keep Fastbender out of a turtleneck. Magneto, Steve Jobs, mm. he's the turtleneck king. I do love a Steve Jobs movie. Fucking love, I, oh my God, I love it. I love it. I love Steve Jobs. I saw it more than five times in the theater. Wow. I thought it was so fucking funny. Wow. Uh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, are you I thinking apologize. of the one with Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking of the one with Fastbender, Seth Rogen, Steve Jobs I'm sure Jobs it's got some movie. good singers in it. Yeah, I'm sure, actually, I'm sure it's so pretty good. So fucking funny. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about Evangelion. Yes. Before, uh, before people have to pay twice as much for this premium episode yeah. of Get <laughs> Animated. Yeah, yeah that's they have to pay more uh, it's like a if gas it's longer. Pump. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And if you want to hear more uh, Aaron Sorkin talk, you can uh, subscribe to Get Sorkin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for the tangent. I was confused. <laughs> no, no. So two episodes ago in Magma Diver, we got to see a moment where uh, Misato... Masato had a scar on her chest and we didn't know what she got it from. We didn't know the context. Asuka notices it and says, you know all about my past, don't you? And Masato's like, it's no big deal. In this episode, we get to see a little bit of Masato's past and where that scar came from. Uh, We start with a flashback to the year 2000 and second impact in Antarctica which previously in the show we have been told is because a meteor hit the earth. Like that's what the kids are being taught in school. But it is clear from what we are watching on screen, this is not a fucking meteor. This is something entirely different because there are angel wings that have previously only been seen in the opening sequence coming out of a glowing hole in the ozone slash earth. uh, And... Uh, Misato's father uh, brings Misato to a escape capsule, mm-hmm. puts her in, gives her his his cross necklace, and then uh, dies uh, as this angel sort of explodes into living. Um, 
and uh, Misato wakes up out in the in the pool of water, out in the Arctic Sea, seeing this nightmare vision, holding her side uh, where she's she's been injured uh, and missing her dad. Uh, throughout the series, this holding of her side will become representative of this emotional trauma. Uh, she, mm. whenever you see Misato holding her side like this, she's remembering this moment, mm. uh, which is a, a really cool visual bookmark that uh, appears over and over again in the show. Uh, um, the you you yeah. talked about that the the cause of this we're getting hinted at is not actually the the media or actually is being made rather explicit that it's not the media. There's something else going on, something yeah. that you would assume is angel related. Yeah. The the thing that I like really like about the sequence, first off, it just looks fucking awesome. It's just yeah. such a such a dazzling rec- representation of the ruination of the immediate aftermath of the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's just just the hot winds blowing, just just all of the uh, just basically the wireframes that still exist of what used to be structures. And then just how absolutely obliterated her dad is just seems to be like his his flesh seems to be melting off of itself. He's dripping blood onto his daughter. It's so fucking grim. He flings his corpse over her capsule after gifting her with the cross. Yeah. Every element of that is just so. It's just such a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. said this to to Heather the other day, but on a on a different before we started recording a, uh, our other show, um that when I when get I Sorkin'd. St- check it out. Yeah, get Sorkin'd. Yeah, yeah. We we go through it all. Um <laughs> talking the newsroom right now. Yeah, we're in the newsroom. <laughs> uh we're going we're working our way toward um uh the new one, whatever that that movie was called, I can't remember. Studio 60. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we like it better than Thirty Rock. Um, <laughs> uh, when I when we when I, I told Heather when I started this episode and I just saw the um, uh, the subtitle on the screen that was like fifteen years earlier, I was like, I that's the moment I felt like I was in it. Like I was yeah, like, yes. okay, not that I hadn't been enjoying what we'd been seeing so far, but yeah. um, that was like the moment where I was like, okay, everything's been leading to me knowing, understanding what this is. Um, yes. And it felt like such a huge, it felt huge to me to see yeah. something that we hadn't seen yet. Um, yeah. And it was, um, so, I mean, and what a story to tell at the beginning of this too. And you know, back to what we were, I was saying earlier, this father stuff, pretty good. Yeah, it's also an anime ass move to have this extremely bleak, uh, you know, sci-fi uh, setting. This 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 existential uh, threat to life on Earth being realized, and then hard cut from that of a of a woman floating of a child floating in a capsule in the ocean as everything is annihilated all around here. Hard cut to the present of. Uh, a, a a pretty gratuitous shot of a woman putting on a bra. Yeah, but <laughs> but she's she's hooking her bra so that you get to see the scar. Yes, in the dead center of her, of her chest. Which yes, there is a yes, there is a it's, justification. It's for fan it. servicey, but it is it is tying back into this glimpse that we saw of her. It's like just in case you didn't make the mental connection, that scar you saw in Magma Diver. That's the scar that she got during this injury. It is a permanent reminder of her father's sacrifice uh, and her strained relationship with her dad. Her motivation, don't make others suffer for your own personal hatred. Uh, The theme of the episode. Mm -hmm. It's fucking great. God, I I love this fucking show. I'm not giving an objection to it. I honestly Um, think this world as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) I think this episode... I don't know. Something about this episode, I was like, is this my favorite one we've seen so far? Like, I I, I don't know. I loved it. It's a great episode. I, I am, I, I am, I do want to, I do have a question in my head, and I don't know if this is a thing that will, that is ever answered or is maybe like, mm. like, like we, like we shouldn't have context for, but it's not like a traditional, what I think of as a crucifix. It's, no. it's like a, it's like an even proportioned, you mm. know, like more like a red cross sort of cross. And I don't know if that's just a, yeah, this you know, is, this, a without, non-Christian society or. Without you know. spoiling anything, there is no, I mean, there's no explanation for the shape of her crucifix that I'm aware mm. of. Uh, it It is just like whether you want to think that her dad worked for the red cross or it's a Christian symbol. I think 
Got it. It's more important that it is a symbol of her father in some way uh, than it is that it's like a Christian symbol of something. Sure, I gotcha. Um, But when we return to the present and we get Weiger's favorite shot of the show so far is the close up on these boobies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool, a scar. <laughs> then, we, <laughs> then we find out Toji and uh, Kensuke come to pick up Shinji uh, from from the house, and they and they notice that Misato is no longer a captain. She is a major. She's been promoted, and none of the fucking ungrateful shits that work with her have 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 caught this. I, and right. in fact, I think it's, it's Kensuke that notices because he's like the the war nerd. So of course he's going to see her collar and be like, yes. "Oh, uh, extra stripes. That means something." Uh, and I'll pr- please look at me. Please look at me. I noticed your stripes. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, the kids have to do some nerve shit. They got to go do a harmonics test where they are practicing synchronizing with their evas. As Shinji gets more and more confident with his abilities and with his like supportive peer group, family, friends, loved ones, etc., and maybe even his relationship to his dad, uh, his harmonics are rising, which pisses off Asuka because she still is the uh, the best of the three in terms of piloting her Eva. Um, I don't. I don't really have much to say about this. Uh, this moment uh, in the in the episode, other than that, it is you know we're building this character growth into Shinji, mm-hmm, sure. Um, and also here at episode twelve, we've only seen one of my five favorite episodes of this show. Oh, and this is one of them. No, no, no. Oh. A, a dance like you want to win. Oh yes, yes. Uh, but I realized when you were talking earlier about like, oh, I, I'm in this shit. I was like, what am I? Oh, we've only seen one of my top five. Wow. That's wild. Um, so uh, the kids go home and there's a party to celebrate Misato uh, because she's become a major, right? Yeah. Um, yes. And she's not happy about it. Yeah. We, yeah. we should, we should since we, we usually uh, have like a goo report, we should comment that there was some goo when we're doing the harmonics test. They're being immersed in a big old thing of like a, like a purple goo. Yeah. Yep. They're, looks, uh, I'd get in there. Yeah, that goo looks all right. <clears throat> there is a character detail in this episode, which when I saw that this was a thing that happened in this show, when somebody pointed it out to me, I, f- I felt like I was going to throw up from how much detail there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's that Ritsuko doesn't wear makeup in this episode. And that means something. And when I found that out, I'm not going to tell you what it means, but Mm. we'll look back on the show and I'll be like, she didn't wear makeup there. She didn't wear makeup there. She didn't wear makeup there. Why? It's a fucking awesome reveal. Wow. Mm. I think I have a suspicion, but I won't say anything. mm. Wait to wait for it to be revealed to me. Okay. Okay. That also reminds me, uh, having listened to a couple of the, you know, listening to all the past episodes because I was editing them, uh, there was something in an episode, a few episodes back, that Heather said, uh, I can't even tell you what this is yet. It's not for like 12 more episodes. And I know we're not Well, yeah, it was a thing that I realized mm-hmm. yeah. while talking about the show with you guys Yeah, uh, that I still think about where I'm like, oh man, what an interesting reading of that scene. But yes. I'm not, I'll tell you later. You'll tell uh, us later. And I just wanted to let you guys know that Nick did a um, a thing where he said previously on Get Played and said to cut that out. And I just want to let, I didn't tell you guys off air, so this is make, wasting everybody's time. I did do that. So I'll have it for when we get to that reveal. Okay, great. Great. Okay, great. Uh, so Thanks, uh, so yeah, there's a welcome. party. There's a party for, uh, for uh, Misato. Kaji is late for that party, and anytime Kaji is coming from someplace late, he must have been up to something. He was fucking. Oh yes. Uh, and uh, he he shows up with uh, Ritsuko. Um, everybody has like a little bit of like, oh, we we used to go to college together. Energy, a little bit of electricity between them. Uh, and uh, we Kaji says. 
Gendo and Fiutsky didn't just make you major. I mean, she, he says he says this in a different way, but he's like, she, they didn't just make you major. They they trust you because they left right. town, and they wouldn't have done that if they didn't believe that Masato could handle no matter any anything that came up. Right? That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And so then we Can find you- out where they are, and they're in Ant- Antarctica. Yes. <laughs> and they're uh <laughs> they're picking up something mm-hmm. from Antarctica and Gendo has crazy fucking lines like look an, a land cleansed of sin look on it and behold <laughs> yeah yeah absolute supervillain shit just like <laughs> saying the most wild stuff <laughs> Well, it's 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 one of those things where it's just like, you know, we we I feel like we use the phrase world building a lot regarding this show, but it, there is so much of it. It's just mm-hmm. like every yeah. like it feels like there's constantly some new detail that's giving you a better a, a broader gl- glimpse of what this reality is. Yeah. But you know, that I have the line here when you fir- when you first are seeing the wide shot of just basically like these these super carriers and battleships going through a a wasteland of red water. Uh, with just so a few spires of ice where, you know, a continent salt. used to be. Salt, that's what it is, okay. Pillars and it of says, salt. Pillars of salt, so pillars of salt. So we're just getting straight up biblical here. The South Pole, a world of death which permits no life to exist. Just a, just absolutely, you know, <laughs> yeah. grimly. And then, and, then, and then the next line is, that's what it is. The next line is, or should I simply call it hell? <laughs> 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 but they, they, they're picking up something from Antarctica, yes. uh, some long object on a on a, another thing that they need a fucking battleship in order to bring somewhere. Yes. Um, and they're notified that an angel has appeared and they're nowhere near nerve. So we're going to we're going to everything's going to be up to Masato in this episode. Uh, and this angel is outside of orbit or it's out. It's in an orbit around the Earth. It is not reachable they can't shoot at it because it's so far out that any the angels maybe are learning from one another they can't shoot at it with a giant gun because it's so far away that the the beam won't hit mm-hmm. abadaga's favorite beam um <laughs> i went and once i heard that there was maybe uh gonna be a near miss with the beam i was like okay what are we even doing here <laughs> get me in there put me in get me in that goo <laughs> Uh, the, and it is dropping parts of itself like a bomb mm-hmm. on on making lakes, making craters as it's getting closer and closer, closer to hitting its target, adjusting each time until it's going to take out nerve and probably most of Japan. Uh, so Masato hatches a plan. Which is uh, you guys, are, you guys are going to catch it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's some friction between her and some other members of her squad because it's like what are the chances of this working it's like i have no fucking idea <laughs> well they're also like they're basically like zero <laughs> percent yeah yeah is it gonna work like, this is a one one plan. thousandth of one percent yeah but it's just like a tiny yeah better than nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we get the moment between Ritsuko and Misato that is implied by the subtitle, don't let others suffer for your personal hatred. You're supposed to be, you know, stopping angels, not fucking wiping people out. Yeah. And Misato's like, no, I got this. Uh, <laughs> she tells she tells the kids to fill out their wills. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they're all like. We're not doing it. This is they like have full faith in her. They're like, this will work. Well, no, Ray is like she Ray's like, I have nothing. Oh, like yeah. she mm-hmm. like first she, she's like out of the gate. Like, nah. I don't have anything worth anything. Oscar's like, I'm not going to fucking die. And Shinji's probably like, oh, what is what's a will? Yeah, I guess. me too. <laughs> yeah. More homework. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll leave my so, possessions to my dad, except you wouldn't want them. Yeah, so uh, I I leave all Just my possessions to the fucking trash. <laughs> um, she uh, she uh, they evacuate all of Tokyo, so only the well, kids sorry, re- remain. Oh, sorry, quick, go ahead. 
There's also I just want I just want to know because I like I like this is that there's a there's a a a uh, and this gets called back but there's a pitched uh, like like if we if we succeed if you oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah catch this orbiting abomination uh, it, 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 if this plan succeeds I'm gonna take you out for a steak dinner and Ray's just like I don't like meat <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I well I also like that that there's like a a, a comedic cutaway. I don't remember if it's here or if it's at the end of the episode where where Misato's like, yeah, but my paycheck sucks when she's <laughs> yeah. thinking about the steak dinner. <laughs> yes. Like that's a stressor. <laughs> like nerve isn't going to spring for a fucking steak dinner for this team that rescued the earth. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't she also like she thinks kids care about steak? Like there's like right. a, like there'd be like a better food. <laughs> like for this yeah. moment, right. but they're trying to kind of humor her too. Yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, steak, steak's fine. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's also a great moment where they're like, okay, you're gonna be stationed here, you're gonna be stationed here, you're gonna be stationed here. It's like a Venn diagram that sort of overlaps the city, and one of the kids is like, why are we being stationed in these places? And Masato's like, it's my best guess. <laughs> She's like, it's intuition, I think, is what she says. Um, it's fucking God. I love this show so fucking much. Um, so there are, we don't get a lot of flashbacks in this series up until this episode. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, we get several flashbacks. One of those flashbacks is, uh, that when Misato is taught, like we get a flashback where Misato is talking to Shinji about their, shared problems with their dads essentially mm-hmm. um and that she misato joined nerve to fight angels to avenge her father even though she fucking hated her dad because right. he went off with nerve to do this science shit and abandon her and uh and her and her mom um right which makes a uh, Misato, the uh, Summer Smith of the Rick Sanchez family. Right, guys? Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Get Morty to come al- soon. <laughs> there's also, I think, I think, and I think the mm. scene that comes before the flashback, but there's like the, also the moment of like, why do you pilot Eva's? You oh, know, yeah. it's, it's like uh, they have that yeah. question and Asuka's like very be confident and you know whatever self-assured and wants to show wants to show how fucking awesome she is basically and she's just like i don't know (laughs) they told me to i guess well there's ray in the episode with um with the pyramid angel i think he asks her why she pilots and she says because i'm bonded with it and with other people and then oscar says the reason i pilot is to demonstrate my talent to the world Uh, And if we look at these as like sort of life philosophies, Mm -hmm. uh, like why do you live? Uh, Asuka is the kind of person who lives so that other people praise her. Yeah, sure. Lives to be seen. Yeah, yeah, she lives to be seen. Ray lives because of some sort of spirituality. uh, And Shinji doesn't know why he lives, why he keeps moving forward. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) So... They fucking they, they kind of kind of the three sides of get played. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the show. We, we got to refund people. We've just discovered yeah. everything we need to know about ourselves. Uh, no, the, the refund button's broken. So, um. <laughs> uh, so this angel starts to drop out of the sky. The kids are racing like track stars to catch it. Uh, it it falls through. It, it, I love the anime trope of like something breaking clouds and the clouds separating like water. Yeah, fucking mm-hmm. love that. Um, uh, Shinji gets to the angel first, and he's holding it, and you know he screams like AT field of full strength. Uh, like his feet are digging into the earth as the thing is like attempting to crush him. Uh. Uh, Ray, uh, rips open the AT field to expose the core and Asuka plunges in the knife, blowing the fucking thing up. Yeah. 
fucking H-bomb explosion. There yeah. leaves a giant crater. Despite the destruction, though, I got to say, these three are on a fucking roll. They're really yeah. doing a really good they're job. Great. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, really they're, they're a real team. Yeah, uh, it's nice to see. Here, here in episode 12, they are a, they are a squad. Yes, squad goals. Uh, <laughs> and uh after they've uh they uh they win this this victory uh gendo gendo calls his son and tells him good job which if you have any stress between you and your dad yes. as i do yeah Sure. This moment is like a sledgehammer to the gut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. my God. This was insane to me. <laughs> this was like, I, I, like, I'm almost was like, yeah, I don't know. I was sort of like, I wish it was just one way. Yeah. Because like this, like to me is like, I don't know. It's going to put Shinji in a spot where maybe he's going to like come to expect this. Yeah. Um, and he's not going to get it every single time. And that's going to hurt our sure. boy. Yeah, it's going to hurt our boy. Yeah. Um, but the kids realizing that Misato doesn't get paid very well. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah. She's got, a, she's got a promotion. Can't even get they're, a nice paycheck. Yeah, they're on the train. She's like, ah, I got it. Have, I, have, I have a fortune. We could go get a, you know, whatever. We get a multi-course meal. And then um, they're uh, they're also like... And then and then she's like, although payday's coming soon. You know, it's like like they like they make the concession to try to So they go get ramen. Uh, to get ramen instead. Yeah, there, there's also like a, a, a the the uh the detail here of like Shinji ends up uh or I'm sorry, Ray rather, like uh gets just like the garlic ramen with no meat. Mm-hmm. So just like a bowl of noodles with garlic in them. Um, and yeah, they're all, they're directly like, they know, we know the state of your wallet. So that's why they're helping her out. Asuka gets extra meat. Yes. Yeah. Rude. She's like, absolutely meat. rude. She gets shark fin with roast pork and she gets a large. <laughs> yeah. That's like agreeing to a plan to be nice. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just do this. I'll have the most expensive thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> So uh, so Shinji reveals to his fellow pilots that he's finally figured out why he lives, why he pilots. And it's because he wants to hear his dad say good things to him. He wants to hear yes. praise from his father. Asuka astutely is like, you're a idiot. Yeah, they're like, everybody's <laughs> yes. like, that sucks, dude. Like, like, I hated that you said that. Like, I, I, it is sort of like, because like, I mean, everybody else's reason <laughs> in part has to do with themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like there it's inward. Like um Ray's is like I don't you know, she's just sort of like a nihilist in, in in a lot of ways, right? So she's just sort of like, okay, I just do this. Um and then um what's her name? Uh the Asuka, yeah, is like I she's a showman. She's like she likes to be praised or whatever. Shinji is now like I like this, so somebody else does something. And it's like, okay, no, that's not... <laughs> I don't know. That, to me, is like... We gotta get this guy in some therapy or something. Like, just give him a little... a little, uh, Some words of encouragement. <laughs> some, uh, some tools. So he can process that feeling and see how it's maybe incorrect. Um, <laughs> his, his little half-smile, though, like the realization, he's just kind of like, ah, I just want to, you know, maybe I do it because I want my dad to be happy for me yeah to, to hear those words of praise from my father and just like you really are stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> was just smiling contentedly yeah and he's like yeah maybe i am like <laughs> <laughs> i mean if that's what makes him happy at the end of the day that's fine but it is like i don't think that if i if i if i'm detecting the pattern yes i don't think he's gonna get this nearly half as much as he wants <laughs> Everyone's lives just suck. Yeah. That's just like kind of the thing. They, all these people just have miserable fucking lives. It's an endless series of trials with the most meager of rewards. Like, just like knowing knowing your relationship with your dad in this mm-hmm. 
and then being like, I do this so this guy who acts like he hates my guts doesn't hate my guts for one second. That's sad. Right. That's base level sad. But he's also like a kid, so he's kind of thinking like maybe he'll like me. Yeah, maybe like, he won't maybe hate he'll, me like, anymore. He'll love me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Shinji, poor Shinji. We hate to see it. Good episode. Great like episode. episode. Great episode. Great episode. Great world building as always. Here on triple A level, excellent anime show, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Evangelion. Uh, so there is a, um, I'll do a quick shout out. There is a, and I won't, I don't even know the name of this person. So what is the point of the shout out? But there's a priest, a priest on TikTok mm. who is watching Evangelion and going through all of the religious symbolism of the show. Fascinating. And he is, so we know from having seen many interviews with Hideaki Anno that a lot of the religious symbolism is chosen because it's cool, not because it's not because it's like well thought out or well researched. Uh-huh. But despite the accidental inclusion of several images, they do make liturgical sense, and the priest is ahead of the plot in terms of what he thinks think, things mean. Uh, based on what symbols are being used in which episodes, which is pretty pretty neat to watch. Uh, go ahead and look up Priest re- watches Evangelion if you wanna if you wanna check that out. Although maybe not now if you're watching along with us because there are some spoilers in his in his episodes. Um, but I think that's it for today's wow. episode of Get Animated, guys. You got any questions, any thoughts, any any stuff you're going into episodes 13 and 14 thinking about? I, I'm just really excited. I thought these two were the episodes where we were like getting in, getting into it, getting in. Oh, no. And to know now that we're just right around the corner, we were just oh, really yeah. dipping our toes. Yep. Yes. I'm, I, I, I'm hyped as hell. Well, I'm also you... all in for the biblical shit, so give me more of that. They, they, they mentioned the Dead Sea in this episode. Mm-hmm. Fucking bring it. I love it. I mean, when you consider how much has happened in 11 episodes of this show, 12 mm-hmm. episodes of the show, and know that we still have four episodes before there's an additional 10 episodes left in the show, there's yeah. a lot mm-hmm. that can happen in Evangelion uh, with, with the number of episodes we have left to watch. But next week, Next week on Get Animated, we are at the midway point of the series, episodes 13 and 14. Wow. We're doing so, it. So, yeah, uh, expect some fan service too, right? That's how the... Yes. Yeah, we should play the theme there. We yeah. should play the next time on theme. <laughs> and I'll give you lots more fan service. Great. Cool. All right. See you later. You, you got animated. Oh, you did it. Oh, you sorry. Fu- I didn't know you were doing it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I feel like, oh, no. I feel like. Those are the words I wanted to hear from my dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> 